1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and the expert on all matters real estate is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. Asif, here we are, the second weekend in June already, and it's all about those real estate numbers that came out this week. Are the numbers down? So, Tina, when you look at the numbers, uh, yeah, they are down in terms of number of sales. However... There's been a lot going on this year. So, you know, with the election, there's always a bit of a lull prior to an election. And that's what we have right now. So, uh, you know, we just had the election on Thursday. Now people are going to start to settle in. They're a little more comfortable and the market will start to get going now. But what we're looking at, if you look at 2018, the average price is actually up, but you're not hearing much about it. And if you look at January when the numbers came out, the average price in January for a home was $735,793. In February, that went up. It went up to six seven sixty seven eight fifty eight. March, again, an increase, seven eighty four six forty six. April saw another increase, 804832 The difference between April to May was very insignificant, but it was still an increase to 805320 So let's look at the entire year of 2018 right now. January, 735793 was the average price. Right now, you're looking at an average price of 805320 That's an increase of 9.45%. So why was the headline this week about, hey, you know what, the numbers are coming down. That price of the home is coming down. It Compared to 2017, it's a lot lower. Remember that the first part of 2017 was ultra hot, and with everything selling in multiple offers, that changed the average a bit. But by the end of the year, it kind of all evened out. And you did say, and you have said throughout this year, that we should not be using uh, 2017 as that barometer, that measuring stick of what the house price is, is going for, right? Correct. And, you know, from June, you'll be able to do that a little bit more because last year, that's when things started to even out a bit. So if you look at June of last year, there was 7,893 sales and the average price was 791,000. So if you consider the average price right now being 805,000, that's up over June. If you consider that we sold 7,834 homes in May, that's pretty much on pace with June. So now we're going to start to get more of an apples to apples comparison. And the other thing to remember is there's been a huge shift in the type of property that people are buying. Okay. So what are we talking about specifically then? If you look at the detached homes last year, 46.7% of the sales were detached homes. That's dropped to 427 this year. And that has to do with the stress, stress test, people qualifying for less, and also maybe making smarter decisions on size and, and what they want to spend on a property. So what are they buying now then that has caused this decrease? Condos are up 2.5%. And if you look at the average price of a condo, and the average price of a detached home. If more condos are selling and less detached homes, that's going to give the perception that price is falling. But it's, it's, it's again, it's not an apples-to-apples comparison. If you just look at the entire market, you have to break it down segment by segment. So people are buying more condos. What is the average price of a condo then? 
And and again, um, is that on the rise? Because you've said you've talked about the detached homes and how, okay, those numbers may be coming down. We're selling fewer and fewer detached homes, but it's the condo sales that are on the rise. And what are we looking at in terms of how much is that average condo going for? So in, uh, again, for 2018 of May, we sold 190 condos in York Region. Wow. And the average price of a condo is $497,084, right? So if you compare that, if you look at detached homes, the average price in May for a detached home was $1.157 million. So it's less than half. So when you're selling more condos and less detached homes, it's pretty obvious that of course, average the average price is, price is going to come down. Exactly. Right, right. And, you know, the other thing we heard this week was that York Region really took a hit. It took a hit in number of sales. And, again, a lot of contributing factors to that. The uh, the perception of what the foreign buyer's tax would do, uh, and, and obviously it hasn't. But it'll be interesting to see what happens now after the election, because are they going to continue with it? Are there going to be some tweaks to it? Uh, there's going to be a lot of changes that are going to help the housing market. So for those people that are on the fence, you better get in now, at, because as the market starts to correct itself, it's going to start taking off, and you don't want to be left you know, it's just sitting on the sidelines because already from January to now, you're looking at a 9.45% increase in average price. So for those folks who, you know, read the headlines this week and heard all about that average price of the home is on the decline and they may be thinking, oh, you know what, they're going to go down even further. I'm going to wait. You're saying, don't wait. Yeah, that's human nature, isn't it? I mean, we we don't want to jump in because we think the price is going to fall. It's, it's similar to when you're buying stocks and and the stocks are going up and you know you want to jump in, but you don't know when it's going to peak, so you don't know when you want to sell. It, it's very similar with the housing market. You don't know if this is already rock bottom and things are going to take off. Uh, if you if you look at it in a very generic type of form the average price seems to be down. But when you drill down and look at the actual segments of the market and what the average price is, that's where you see that the average price actually didn't fall. It's actually going up. So, uh, you know, lots of decisions to be made, but uh, as long as you make the decision quick and get a realtor to help you out with identifying what's happening in the segment that you want to purchase in, that's going to be the key. You want to share a few more specific numbers with us in terms of uh, home sales and some of the numbers that came out this week. So basically, if you look at number of sales as well for 2018, you notice that it is going up every month. Again, in January, we sold 3,989 homes. February, that number went to 5,154. March, 7,201. April, 7,779. And then in May, where you know all the noise is about how low sales are in May, May beat the April total of 7,834. And if we continue at that pace, we're going to be up for June because if we sell 8,000 and change in June of this year, 2018, that's going to surpass the numbers for 2017. This is where that correction happened. And now you're going to start to see the market balance out. So we should be up for the rest of the year for the next six or seven months. You're going to see an increase in sales over last year and the numbers are going to start to balance out so they won't look as bad as they have for the first five months of the year. So you beat me to it a little bit there in terms of, you know, the crystal ball. What do you see now as we head into, you know, the summer? In a lot of industries, that's when things kind of slow down a little bit. People take a bit of a break. But I guess in the real estate business, that doesn't happen at this time of year, does it? 
it generally so generally speaking it'll die off in August but what's happened is we've had so much pent up demand that we haven't had a spring market as yet so that's going to be pushed over similar to what happened in 2008 where you know that's when the world was going through a recession and and we felt that a bit in the summer months of 2008 but then it took off it was one of the busiest falls that we've experienced so we're going to start to see that. So June, July, August, September, October are going to be very busy. November, December should be on par with last year. But this is where we're going to see the market make up a lot of lost ground over the first five months during the next five months. So the big takeaway out of this week's headline for you was? The big takeaway was the average uh, price. And when you drill down and look at specifics, you see that the average price is actually climbing rather than looking at it in a very general sense and and have the perception that it fell. And your advice to our listeners then who maybe are thinking, oh, I'm going to wait this out a little bit, you're saying don't wait. It's going to take away from your purchasing power if you do wait. I would take advantage of this little lull in the market because this is a window of opportunity and the window seems to be closing pretty fast. And what about in terms of uh, inventory? What's it like out there right now, especially in York Region? It, the inventory levels are very healthy right now. If you, the, the reason price points were the, as high as they were last year was we didn't have inventory. So the, the issue was around supply. The solution was not to throttle demand by you know, introducing all these rules and regulations. The, the solution would have been to increase supply. Now we have that extra supply. So it's a great time to be out there purchasing because you're going to have good selection and you're going to be able to negotiate a price point that fits your needs. Okay. Asif, thank you for breaking down those numbers for us and making it make sense for us. When we come back, if you're thinking about becoming a Florida snowbird, stick around. We talk to an agent in the Sunshine State. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. And joining us on the phone right now, all the way from South Florida is Renee Smith. She's a realtor with the Kai's Company in Port St. Lucie. Renee, thank you for joining us. Hello. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you. Renee, this is uh, traditionally a time when Canadians are thinking vacation and heading out to Orlando and South Beach and Miami, Fort Lauderdale, a lot of cruises. And this is probably a, a busy time for you with Canadians because they're out there and, and they want to look at properties and, and see what's available. Do you get a lot of uh, people coming in during the summer and scoping out properties? Actually, we do. Um, and another reason why we get a lot of folks during the summer is also because the school is out. That's right. And a lot of people are relocating and they want to make sure that they have their children in before school begins again. So they just actually got out of school this week. Oh, that's awesome. And, and, you know, I mean, it's a short flight. So if you're considering like someone from the eastern part of Canada, like Ontario or New Brunswick or Quebec, it, it's only about a two and a half hour flight down there. So it makes it really easy for us to get to. What do you see in terms of Canadians coming down there to buy? Are they buying detached homes? Are they buying condos, waterfront? Where are they, where are they generally coming down to buy? 
I find a lot of them like the condos on the water, like to be close to the beach. Um, and the ones that do like the single family living, it's usually in one of the gated communities here, which are very nice because I know you, most of the Canadians like to come down for the warm weather. And uh, being in a gated community gives them a sense of security because they're not going to be here part of the year. And so you could have your property in a gated community and you don't have to worry about uh, just so maintenance, right? Your like property that. being, yeah, the maintenance, it, it also covers all of that. You don't have to worry about mowing the lawn and and uh, things like that because the, the community will take care of that for you since you're only here part of the year. So I find that the single-family homes are in the gated communities, and then those that like to be close to the water, there's lots of nice condos and townhomes that you could get into. And, and it's the, all maintenance. You don't have to worry about the maintenance because all of that is included in the cost of, of you purchasing the property. That's, that's awesome. Now, what is the average cost of, say, a, a waterfront condo or, or even a home in a gated community? What would be an average cost for, for both of those, for our listeners that are trying to budget for Well, I could tell you money? here, Port St. Lucie, what's nice about Port St. Lucie is the median uh, sales price right now is going at about $225. Uh, the condos on the beach will run a little higher. Median sale price is about 350 and what's nice about that is Port St. Lucie, we're, we're situated where we're close to Orlando and we're close to Miami, only about an hour, two-hour drive, and you could still be here in nice, quiet Port St. Lucie. We have great riverfront. We have a great um, uh, marina here, great fishing, and great golfing. And what's the first step then for Canadians who are thinking about purchasing in Florida? What do we need to know as a first step? I would really think the very first step is to find your location that you like best. And once you find a location that you like best is to contact a realtor like me to get qualified, to make sure that you could um, have that purchase power to, to buy what you're looking for. So you really want to first go ahead and get qualified. And once you know what your purchase power is, to go ahead and give me a call or a realtor here in the area, and uh, we could get you started. And then from there, once you purchase something, you'll go through an inspection, make sure the house is in, in good condition, have your appraisal, because if you're financing, you're going to need that appraisal for the financer. Or if you're paying cash, it's not a problem. But you definitely want to at least start where you, you get your location where you want to be, and then I could help you find the property that you want that you qualify for. And we'll take it from there, and I'll help you step by step from the beginning of the process to the end to when you get your key and move in. So is there any truth to the the, the rumor or the fact that um, there, the Canadian buyers have to pay more? Is it more for insurance or more for property tax? Is there any sort of truth to that? Because we've heard a lot of rumors about that. About the property taxes will depend on if that property has not been what we call homesteaded. So the taxes will be a little higher because you're purchasing a property that is not homesteaded. And because of the uh, conversion of money, Mm-hmm. That might be the only difference in you having to pay a little more, but it's not drastically different, mm-hmm. uh, drastic high cost because you're you're paying your the taxes for the state of Florida, 
and Florida only has state tax. We don't have a lot of extra city and a lot of extra taxes in our in, in properties here in Florida. And for our listeners, what does it mean for a property to be homesteaded? Be homesteaded. When you purchase a property here, we have a tax exemption of $50,000, which is your homestead. So it's only allowed for your first property. So if it's a vacation home, most likely you would not be able to homestead that property. So you wouldn't get that additional uh, exemption off for your taxes. But if it's a property that you live and it's your first time and it's your resident, then you get to homestead that property. So most Canadians, I would think, if they're, if it's a second home for them, that's probably where their taxes will change because they would not be able to use that homestead exemption unless they actually uh, purchase the property and live in the property for at least up to six months. And again, and again, for Canadians who are considering purchasing in Florida, um, is there are there different rules if you plan to rent the property and use it yourself at a different time of year? Um, is that an option for those who are interested in purchasing? Yes, there are some communities, um, even if they're gated communities here, that will allow for a lease purchase. So in other words, after you purchase the property, if you want to lease it out, uh, you are allowed to. Now, there are some communities that don't allow that, and I would definitely, if if, if uh, someone was looking for a property that they wanted to uh, lease, I would definitely show them those communities that allow it. But there are communities here that will allow you to lease houses or condos if you're um, just going to be here on a part-time basis. Yes, you're allowed to do that. So an hour from Orlando, an hour from Miami, sounds like the perfect location for Canadians when they want to come down there because, you know, if they have kids, they can head over to Orlando. If they just want to relax, they can head over to Miami. Sounds like a perfect place to be. And if they want just a nice, quiet, little, cozy place to stay, Port St. Lucie is it. (laughs) Sounds good. Renee, for our listeners who want to connect with you, how do they do that? Okay. Well, you could uh, reach me on my website at Renee Smith. Dot kies.com. So that's R-E-N-E-S-M-I-T-H dot K-E-Y-E-S dot com. That's my website. And they can always email me at Renee Smith at Kies.com. Again, that's R-E-N-E-S-M-I-T-H at Kies, K-E-Y-E-S dot com. Thank that's you for joining us, Renee. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, when we come back, the hot listing of the week, and we get to your real estate questions. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Asif, we've come to that time in our show for the listener questions. You all set? I am. Okay, here we go. The first question comes from James in Richmond Hill. He caught some of the show a few weeks ago, and um, he is particularly interested in investment properties, specifically purchasing a condo in Markham. What does he need to know as a first step? 
the first thing, James, is let's get together and have a, a consultation as to what you're looking for and what you want to do. Is it one bedroom, two bedroom? What's the price point that you're interested in? And what do you want out of the investment property? So there's a lot of variables that we want to consider and also put a plan together for you know five years, 10 years, 20 years with your investment property portfolio and see if this fits. The other thing that we want to do is we, we want to get you out to take a look at some of the options because with the university coming in, you've got a lot of different options in, in terms of who you want to lease to. And also, there's not a lot of condos in Markham that are available for lease right now. So, you know, we want to be able to position you to get the most out of your rental as well. So a lot of different variables to consider. The consultation is the first step. Absolutely. It sounds really good. Um, I have a question for you. In terms of Markham specifically, that university is a couple years down the road. Does that mean that James has time to look at um, a new build or a pre-build condo or should look at something that's already up and running? So we've sold both to our investors. Now, for, for someone like James, I think he can capitalize on people that are renting right now or looking for rentals right now if he was to purchase something that's already there. And and sometimes that's the best way to do it because you don't have that guessing game when it comes to how much are your maintenance fees going to be, how much are your property taxes going to be. You actually know we can budget properly, you know, uh, tell you exactly what places are renting for right now, and you know going in where you're going to be and what you're going to get out of this property. Okay, no surprises there for sure. Our next question comes from Pete in Nobleton. He wants to downsize but stay in King. Is that even an option for him is what he's asking because what he's noticing around him are large new homes and um, very little in terms of downsizing and being able to stay in that neighborhood that he loves. What advice do you have for him? Pete, so King definitely is, uh, you know, the the home of uh, executive homes and there's a lot of larger homes being built, you know, land is what's attracting people to King. So it depends on your property. It depends on how much acreage you have, what we're going to get for your property. It still may be possible to stay in King, but we can also look around in the, the immediate vicinity and see where we can get you the right home for the right price. Okay, thank you. And time now for our hot listing of the week. And joining us with the details is Heather Cooper from Remax Prime Properties. Heather, what do you have? For, what do you have for us this week? Hi, Tina. This week's listing is a gorgeous three-bedroom, three-bath, two-story detached home located in Markham's prestigious Cornell community. This home sits on a rare, oversized premium lot. Has main floor laundry with a walkout to the backyard. Um, the backyard is amazing. It's got interlocked stone. It's got a hot tub out there. And it's got a large double garage as well with two parking pads. So parking for four cars, which is really rare in that area. This home is listed at $925,000. And for that price, it really is the best value in Markham right now. And Asif, you've talked about this community a great deal on this show. Where exactly is Cornell and why is it such a hot spot right now? You know, Cornell is a Ninth Line Highway 7 area and it is... It's a fairly mixed community. There's a, a lot of young families in there. You're close to Highway 7. You're close to the hospital. You're close to all amenities. There's so much going on just up uh, on Markham Road, just over from uh, Ninth Line there. So many parks, great parks, and 
the community association in Cornell is just amazing. The the stuff that they do to keep the community as tight-knit as it is, it, it's just a place that everyone wants to be. Okay, Heather, you mentioned a couple of really nice things that I like, um, that oversized lot and the walk out to the backyard. That sounds amazing. So tell our listeners one more time some of the highlights of this listing. All right, this home is three bedrooms, three baths. It's located at 272 Country Glen Road, that is at 9th Line and Highway 7, and it's listed for $925,000. And for more information on this property? They can contact ASIFCON at 905-554-5522. Thanks, Heather. Thanks, Asif. Great show. Thanks. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.